I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econa Day. We're taping Tuesday midday. How will the Fed, Mark, react to last week's big economic news led by the employment and personal income reports? There were some pluses and minuses in the jobs report, but the 200,004 rise in October non-farm payrolls far exceeded expectations. That's right. And uh, the, the Fed is focusing on two issues, uh, the labor market and also uh, the inflation trend. So uh, the consensus uh, by the market was only 120,000 rise, so it vastly outstripped expectations. Uh, private payrolls gained 212,000 compared to forecasts of 128,000. So a key issue is how is the Fed going to react to the latest employment report? Yes, well, it's not so simple. Uh, Friday's report had some soft spots too, including a rise in the, uh, in the unemployment rate back up to uh, 7.3%. That's right. It actually, even though uh, equities focused on the payroll number, it definitely was mixed. There is the slight rise in the unemployment rate. The Fed absolutely will still characterize that as elevated. I, I don't think the word elevated is going to go away for quite some time. Uh, there will certainly be debate on when to start taper, but uh, this report does have soft spots. Uh, wages were up only 0.1% the last two months, year-on-year uh, -year up only 2.2%. Well, that's not much. The, uh, the personal income report uh, is also important for the Fed. What were the highlights or maybe the lowlights? It was mixed also. The income part actually was healthy, uh, but, but spending was very soft. And what the Fed is going to look at, uh, at least several members of the FOMC, they're going to be looking at the inflation component of the report, the PCE uh, price index. And the headline year on year is a minuscule 0.9%, and even the cores hardly much better at 1.2% year-on-year, and the Fed's goal or, or target uh, long-term is 2%. So there's plenty of room for the Fed to continue with quantitative easing with elevated unemployment and very low inflation. Uh, and What's your take now on uh, Fed speak? Uh, you were, were uh, mentioning uh, Atlanta Fed uh, President Dennis Lockhart on Friday saying it's not a good idea to uh, rely on one month's data. Yet he's up back on the wires today and he's not, he says he can't rule out now uh, a tapering um, in December. What's your take on that? It, there's going to be a big debate. Uh, we still have some data coming up, uh, including for this week. Uh, Lock, I think Lockhart's a key person to, to keep track of. He's in the mainstream of the FOMC. He, he's not dogmatic. He tries to be practical. And he's emphasized, along with just about everyone else at the Fed, that uh, the next policy move is data-dependent. Uh, He'll be the first one to tell you that uh, one month doesn't make a trend, but 
we, we still have more numbers coming in. Yeah, so well, let's uh, uh, turn to some uh, of the upcoming uh, news this week. Uh, apart from the economic news, we'll stick with uh, policymakers, and it's the Senate confirmation hearing for Janet Yellen to be the new Fed chair. That's probably the big news this coming week. Uh, the Senate hearing for confirmation, since she was uh, nominated to be the next Fed chair by uh, President Obama, uh, and she would take over the uh, reins in January, or at, at, at the minimum after January 31st, but probably earlier, just uh, due to Fed tradition, where Ben Bernanke would basically not particip participate in the January FOMC. But... Uh, the Senate confirmation hearing starts, I believe, at 10 o'clock on Thursday, and it could move markets depending on uh, Janet Yellen's comments on everything from how is the labor market or what's her view of the labor market, uh, what does she think uh, the inflation goal should be, and any other related issues on policy. So Thursday could be, could, could be a big day. Let's turn now to the economic news uh, for the week. Uh, the indicator focuses on manufacturing. That's right. The big one is Friday with industrial production posting. And the big lesson from last month is you have to look at the detail. Uh, we got a head fake last month uh, with overall, overall production at 0.6% in September. And that was heavily moved by utilities. However, looking at the detail, you've got to remember to do that. Uh, man, the manufacturing component was up only 0.1%, and uh, one of the positives was the rise in motor vehicle assemblies to a, to a modest degree. But after discounting auto assemblies, manufacturing was flat for the month, even though the headline looked great. And export demand will get some... Uh indications on how U.S. exports are doing in the international trade report out on Thursday. That, that's right, uh, but uh, uh, just as a little reminder for Friday's industrial production report, there's a good chance we'll have a favorable manufacturing component. You never know about utilities. It, it's uh, always unpredictable based on the weather and electricity and gas demand. But uh, production worker hours from the employment report were up 0.3%. So hopefully we'll have a favorable manufacturing component. But as you uh, turn to the international trade report, uh, that's important for manufacturers also. There's the big uh, export component. Uh, manufacturers are always looking over their shoulder in terms of how are exports doing? And um, exports slipped a little bit in the most recent report for August. So they're going to be hoping for some improvement there. We're seeing improved growth in Asia and Europe is stabilizing. So there's a little better momentum for exports currently. And then we have the Empire State uh, survey on Friday morning, which will give us a look at this month's activity in the New York area manufacturing sector. And that, and that, that report's been on the soft side. 
That's right. It'll be an early read for November, but uh, there's been a little bit of disconnect between some of the uh, regional reports uh, compared to the uh, national manufacturing figures. Uh, but uh, markets will be adding them up, and that'll be the first one out of the gate. And you're kind of expecting to see uh, a little bit of strength in, in general for the manufacturing sector going, uh, going through year-end? I think we're starting to get a little help from overseas. Uh, auto assemblies are doing relatively decently. Uh, I think it's still going to be positive, but it's going to likely be a modest positive. Thank you very much. That's Mark Rogers with Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.